Wolfgar had defied age like no other in recent memory. Some said it was the magic of the dwarves who had raised him, wearing off on him. Others just pointed out that the legendary chieftains were often known for long and productive lives. Whatever the cause, Wolfgar had held his own in the hunt and in many battles, and not one in the tribe had whispered that it was time for him to drift on a flow. But these were not usual times for the tribe of the elk, and the stakes were much higher. Were it not for Wolfgar, we would not be allowed on the hunt, Kanafa reminded Braylene, the two women standing off to the side of the large encampment of the tribe of the elk. There remain many who question the wisdom of that, Braylene countered. The loss of a man does not weaken the tribe as much as does the loss of a woman. The seed of one can fill the wombs of many, but one womb, one child, one year. And yet you will remain here for the hunt. The simple logical retort had Braylene's face tightening with defeat. They say he learned it from the elves, Kanafa went on, where gender is no matter. Or from the dwarves, Braylene added, from what few females they claim. Both paused to watch the council across the way. The decision had been made that the tribe would move along to the northwest. Although the caribou had not yet left the mountainous foothills along the spine of the world, too many monsters had shown themselves in the region, and a tribe of orcs was known to be crawling from a mountain hole not far away. All the other tribes had already begun the winter migration, leaving the tribe of the elk alone and exposed. The snows had come early this year, and that was never a good thing for the barbarian tribes roaming the tundra of Icewind Dale. The unseasonal storms had brought the yetis down from the peaks and thinned the caribou herd before they even began their great trek across the narrow tundra to the sea. For the barbarians, the result was that supplies were short and danger was ever-present. All that was left to decide was who would remain for the last hunt, which was as much an exercise of deciding who would no longer partake of the dwindling supplies. It is different to allow women to hunt and fight than to allow an old man along, Braylene countered. His presence alone may prove a threat. Not so, Kanafa interrupted sharply. He would not accept a litter if his legs rotted away underneath him. Nay, he would be left to die by his own demand. She snorted and continued. And likely knowing Wolfgar, he will not continue to eat the foodstuffs of a hungry tribe. Braylene sighed. I would be proud to have him along, Kanafa said. You cannot do this, Brunison argued. You claim no power over me, my son, Wolfgar reminded him calmly. I am chieftain, and I am your father, Wolfgar said, and the grandfather of your brood. And you would have me sentence you to death, Brunerson said. How might I explain that to my sisters, my children, my grandchildren? Are you so sentencing Ilfgal and the others? Wolfgar countered. That's different, Brunerson said. Because they are young and strong, Wolfgar said, and I am old and will surely die in the weather and among the monsters.